0: This is a special edition of Late Night Health. We're gonna take a look at something that is literally sweeping not only the United States, but the world, and it's not COVID, it's cannabis. You see, for years, cannabis has been, well, kind of illegal. In the last, I don't know, 10 or 15 years, the mindset of many people has changed. We're going to talk to Catherine Dickerson. She's the COO, Chief Operating Officer of Coachillan in the Coachella Valley. Uh, I guess near Palm Springs, not far from Palm Springs.
1: Correct. Yes.
0: Right. And we may be interrupted by a bark or two, and that's okay. We allow that. Uh, has has the the thought of cannabis, marijuana, pot, Mary Jane, whatever you want to call it, has it changed for the good over the last 10 or 15 years, do you think?
1: I absolutely think it has. Um, You know, people used to call it the devil's lettuce and my family included. We were a very conservative uh, Christian family. You know, had I brought cannabis home in high school, I would have been, you know, crucified on the front lawn to be made an example of for everyone else. Uh, But after doing our own research, we discovered that there are tons of health benefits to this plant and it's amazing. Uh, we're big believers that, you know, this isn't synthetic, so it's not man-made cannabis was on this planet before humans. So we just need to see what we can do with this plant and see how we can make society better with medicinal ramifications and implications.
0: So cannabis was predates mankind. So it predates Jesus. And that which I find fascinating. Was it used at that time? Do you know?
1: Um, We don't know. Uh, We assume it was. I mean, if you date back just, I don't know, 30, 40 years ago, hemp was actually used, which is a sister plant to cannabis. It has less THC and then a cannabis plant. But um, hemp was used in in your great grandmother's or great great grandmother's pantry for pain relief. Um, so there, there have been remedies and uses of hemp and cannabis for decades. Um, we just have been ingrained in society to think that it's the devil's lettuce; it's bad. It'll make you see dragons and dinosaurs, and that's not necessarily the case.
0: Beginning of our country in the 1700s, George mm-hmm. Washington, Jefferson, and others grew hemp. Mm-hmm. They used it. For rope for clothing and yeah. for other other purposes and it was one of the major uh, industries at the time
1: absolutely right. there are so many uses and applications for hemp specifically um, in the park we're gonna do a hotel called the Coachella Inn uh hotel and resort and <laughs> in that hotel it's going to utilize hemp as much as possible so you can make hemp flooring uh, you can make hemp Uh, cotton as you just mentioned and that cotton is actually antimicrobial antifungal and um, is resilient to odors which is fantastic for sheets obviously in a hotel um, and especially in this environment where people are so concerned about sanitizing everything. Um, Yeah rope is another one it's hemp and cannabis are an amazing plant that have a lot of uses that we're just now really diving into and exploring further.
0: I spoke to a friend of yours, Dr. Uh, Robbie,
1: mm-hmm. earlier
0: today before our interview, I didn't know that cannabis was an antioxidant and maybe even a super antioxidant. So that's another mm-hmm. benefit of, of cannabis. Let's talk about uh, Coachella. Sure. What is it exactly?
1: So we're developing a 160 acre cannabis Business Park. Uh, it's located in Desert Hot Springs um, in the Coachella Valley. And in the park, we have 160 acres. Uh, We've subdivided the property into 46 parcels. And on those properties, we are assisting, uh, because we also are a construction company, uh, EcoMaster Corporation, separate company. We're helping people build these cannabis facilities for cultivation, extraction, manufacturing, et cetera, in an eco-friendly, sustainable manner. Industry has a notorious, very large carbon footprint, and we're doing our best to reduce that carbon footprint as much as possible Um, with everything from building materials that are um, new and innovative and including um, old technologies in a new application. So like combined heat power to provide better cooling and heating capacities for their facilities at a fraction of the cost.
0: One of the things that you and I talked about the other day, which is fascinating to me, is that You're going to be growing this, or your tenants will be growing this, uh, as non-GMO. There won't be any pesticides in the 160 acres, and I like that a lot. In fact, in speaking again to Dr. Robbie, who we will have on Late Night Health uh, sometime next week or so, he was telling me that when he got into the industry, the use of fungicides and pesticides was rampant. And often could could cancel out the, the medicinal benefits of cannabis.
1: Absolutely. And that's unfortunate in how that was derived in the industry as a whole, because it was driven underground by the government and regulation and things like that. And that's how people could easily and cost-effectively keep things growing in their plants, um, in their garage grows or underground grows. but. Now that we're bringing cannabis into the light, we're doing everything in our power to make sure that it's healthy, sustainable, and not gonna harm the end user. There's gonna be no issues um, with like vape cartridges like there were um, earlier, actually in the end of 2019, the big vape crisis. And a lot of folks were thinking that that was cannabis vapes and actually was not. It was um, other vape cartridges, um, as well as non-regulatory approved operators that were selling this. Right. so cannabis is is getting better at being able to be more conscientious about how they are implementing nutrients and anything to fight if they have like mold and things like that there are organic ways to fight that that don't end up putting more chemicals into the plant
0: uh, this is late night health a special edition our guest is Catherine dickerson she's the coo of Coachellan and I didn't know about the hotel, but I did know about all the different plots where people can come in and grow. There'll be a laboratory and we'll talk about all the other aspects of Coachellan as we continue here on Late Night Health. One of the things that everybody asks is, is pot legal today?
1: So that's, uh- Yes, in some uh, states it is. In some states it still is actually illegal. Uh, They haven't passed any laws to allow it. Actually, in the Coachella Valley here, we actually have a couple cities down here that don't allow cannabis businesses in their city limits. Um, It's only a couple cities down here. Um, But yes, for the large portion of it, many states are adopting and legalizing cannabis. It is federally still illegal.
0: Will that change? And will it change soon?
1: I hope so. Um, I predict that the uh, presidential election is going to facilitate a more expedited legalization. Uh,
0: Which we hope will happen, as you said, quickly. I've I've talked about this, and I think I mentioned this to you. I can't imagine the federal government saying to a cancer patient who knows they're going to die, they're in excruciating pain, if they take morphine, which is a standard drug, mm-hmm. they're knocked out. They're incoherent. They don't know who they are. They don't know who their family members are. But my understanding is, if they use cannabis mm-hmm. under medical guidance, that you know the pain goes away, but they still have the brain.
1: Absolutely. Um, the beautiful thing about THC is actually it is a pain relief. It's an immediate pain relief. A lot of people think that it is only going to cause hallucinations or that's the part that gets you high, but it is also actually the immediate pain relief. The CBD in cannabis is the anti-inflammatory, which allows the healing process to begin by giving it essentially natural Advil that your liver doesn't have to process. Your body is able to uptake it in your endocannabinoid system and process that cannabis and help your body heal. Um, our bodies are very, very uniquely designed in a able, if you give it the right nutrients and the right things where you eat healthy, exercise, etc., your body will heal itself. Um, you just have to give it all the nutrients that it needs and the tools that it needs to do so.
0: And what is that saying? Physician, heal thyself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, we mentioned uh, vaping a few moments ago and vaping is very popular amongst uh, young people Most of the time it is tobacco. It can be used for cannabis. Uh, Within the last two years, vaping, especially the the ones that look like pens, uh, are are being frowned upon. Uh, A lot of the uh, tobacco, uh, the tobacco industry itself has used it as a gateway to smoking. How do you feel about Vaping and is there any correlation between that and cannabis?
1: Um, no, there's really actually no, no correlation. Some scientists have actually termed the coined um, a Terminus drug cannabis is a terminus drug So it actually has the ability to wean you off of other things that you're addicted to by providing you a natural alternative um, so Cannabis just like any other substance can be abused 100% the wonderful thing about cannabis is you will never OD on cannabis. You might get incredibly high and go for the ride of your life and not feel great for a little bit, but it will go away. You are never going to OD. Um, but I, I'm a big believer that addictive personalities will abuse whatever they have that they'd like to use.
0: You can um, OD on water.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, if you have an addictive personality and you don't necessarily know what your limits are. I wouldn't recommend vaping because it's, it's very simple, it's very easy, you can take it on the go. Um, but most people don't necessarily abuse cannabis and I wanna make sure that people hear that and it's not a gateway drug. There is no science or research that has suggested that cannabis is an addictive drug. It's not like nicotine, it's nothing like that and it's not like alcohol either. Your body naturally processes it. It doesn't go through your liver. It's a completely different animal in and of itself.
0: Or plant. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And it's funny, we're on the same wavelength, because I wrote down gateway drug. uh, Listening to old-time radio shows, Mm -hmm. and I've said this on the show before, especially Dragnet, where they'll say that marijuana, where they called it Mary Jane, Mm -hmm. that it was a gateway drug. And it just never made sense to me. And I guess it's been proven that it's not in, in study after study, after study, but the mindset about cannabis and about CBD has changed. You've already mentioned that your family said marijuana, you know, when you were in high school, they would have killed you. Mm -hmm. Um, but now they've embraced it. Why personal experience?
1: Um, no, we actually just were big research family or, um, and so my brother said, Hey, you know, here are some articles about it. He was the first in our family to do the research on it. He's the genius of the family. And he said, Hey, here's some articles. Here's some scientific studies. And he sent us some links to this group in Israel called breath of life. And they actually have been conducting FDA approved double blind placebo tests with cannabis for almost 16 or actually probably more than 16 years now wow. um, so they actually have and they said the moment it is federally legalized they're going to be able to file for cures for 16 of the known 30-floor sclerosis so that's ALS, MS, Parkinson's, etc. They had a, a patient that actually had a geoblastoma so the same um, it's the nasty brain cancer that you actually, at the end of life, have to they take off the top of your skull so it allows the tumor to grow so you're in less pain and it's not hitting the top of your skull. Oh my Basically God. a death sentence. They had a patient that they gave this cannabinoid cocktail to, and in the presence of the cannabis, the tumor went into apoptosis, meaning it started killing itself. So it wasn't the cannabis doing it, it just said in the presence of the cannabis, it is essentially re-energized the K-cells or the killer cells, which attack foreign objects in your body. And it's just groundbreaking what they're doing. That there. Is
0: absolutely life. amazing. And it goes back to what you said, the body can heal itself. Exactly. Right. All right. Let's talk more about Cochillin. We've talked about cannabis and the fact that I guess you'll have growers mm-hmm. and you have Dr. Rob as a grower, I think, right? Yes. He's right. one of
1: the largest operators in the park, so we have everyone from cultivations to extraction, operations, manufacturing, packaging, the whole shebang. Uh, we wanted it to make it on one-stop shop so that operators didn't have to pay expensive shipping costs to go send their stuff to a lab to get tested, to then go to their distributor to go to the end uh, dispensary or user. Um, So we have a lab facility that we've built or are in the process of building. It's under construction now. It's going to have a 15,000 square foot operation for the third party testing lab, which is not affiliated with anyone in the state of California. They're actually based out of Colorado, excuse me. And what they do is they have storage units. They'll be able to go to those different operations in the park, pull the samples as needed, test them, and then be off to the races. And they're only working within a four, essentially mile um, square that the compound is. Um, And it's gonna be fantastic. We're really excited.
0: Uh, Supplements, Mm -hmm. which is what I would consider cannabis to be, uh, more than a drug, right? Uh, There are FDA rules and regs. And if you, you know, if there's a Catherine and Mark vitamin C, As the raw ingredients comes into our facility, it's tested. Mm -hmm. When it's uh, encapsulated, it's tested. And as it's packaged or put in a bottle, it's also tested. Is that the kind of uh, stringent requirements uh, that will be uh, adhered to for the testing?
1: Absolutely. And we actually take it a whole other level. Uh, We want to be able to essentially map the cannabis genome, for lack of a better word, and find out what is exactly in it from soup to nuts so that we can just start collecting data for essentially research opportunities later. Um, We're gonna build a large-scale research lab that we are gonna open up to UC Davis, UCLA, that's my alma mater. um, And a couple- Go Bruins! Go Bruins! (laughs) And a couple of different other uh, uh, big-scale universities that are looking for avenues to actually be able to research cannabis in an environment where it's actually using the cannabis that is on the market today. Right now, the way the federal regulations are is they're using cannabis that's only grown out of one facility uh, back east, and that cannabis is actually not even on the market today. The strains um, change as you cultivate them and you make clones and things like that. I don't wanna get too detailed into that. Dr. Rob can handle all of that, Um, but the cannabis that they're actually doing testing on right now is actually not what is being consumed by consumers today. So it's already out of date research, but it's being done now. So they're, we're trying to facilitate some changes that allows um, proper testing to be done um, on real cannabis that's being consumed now.
0: Got it. I think universe, they have to use uh, cannabis from University of Missouri?
1: Uh, Mississippi, Ole Miss.
0: Mississippi. I knew it was an M word. Uh, uh, and uh, it, which makes no sense is: Do you know if cannabis is legal in Mississippi?
1: I don't believe it is right now.
0: I don't <laughs> believe it is either. No. Um, where can the cannabis industry go? In other words, what are the the projections of acceptance? One and then use.
1: Um, it. I think the sky's the limit. Honestly, the The medical uses for cannabis and CBD from every age, from young children all the way up to people in their last stage of life is unbelievable. I foresee um, essentially Tupperware parties from back in the day turning into like cannabis parties where people are able to actually learn about in like their living room with a whole bunch of friends, learn about the cannabis products and the CBD products that are actually gonna benefit them and whatever ailments that plague them. Um, CBD I have I believe has unlimited benefits and can be used by anyone and everyone including animals. Um, I'm a big believer I give my dog CBD every single day um, and they love it and you can tell when I ha- forgot to give my 17 year old dog his CBD treat he moves a little bit slower. Um, so I believe the sky's the limit. And I think as more people understand the plant and get more research and more scientific studies are coming out, I believe that's only going to further help the standardization and normalization of cannabis in society.
0: Do you want cannabis to be classified as a drug or not?
1: Absolutely not. No. It needs to be descheduled completely.
0: Yeah. Uh, it is. It is. Cons- is it, it was downgraded. I think recently was it not?
1: Correct. Yes. It's right. now. I believe a Schedule Two. Um, don't quote me on that one. But I li- it was yeah. a Schedule One drug. Yeah.
0: Right, which is the same as morphine and heroin. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. Thank you. No, uh, not at all. <laughs> not, right. Um, what was the land, uh, the 160 acres, before you guys bought it? Is it? It was just raw
1: dirt. Uh, It was raw dirt. We've developed it from the ground up. Uh, We have built all the infrastructure and of it's um, right underneath. So we pump water to everyone, uh, local water, as well as our own water well water, um, as well as RO water. A lot of these cultivators, and I believe Dr. Rob will touch on it, we pipe um, RO water to them as well because they like to create their own special mix because of the nutrients that they add into the uh, grow cycle. It changes the ph and you just kind of have to mix and play with it and it's quite scientific and complicated and most people don't realize that it's not you plant it you water it and put it in the sun it's it's it, quite a
0: process <laughs> it's like growing grapes it's like the wine industry
1: yes right? it's complicated they're needy and they have people they're almost 24 7 making sure that everything's going smoothly there's um no issues in the fertigation and irrigation systems it's it's amazing. It's quite. It's quite exciting.
0: Have have some of the family members, the older family members, not the younger ones,
1: mm-hmm.
0: have they experimented with uh, any uh, of the cannabis products, to your knowledge?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, actually, ironically, in the desert. So this is a high retirement area. There's a um, the average age is much higher than any other location that's nearby, and I believe. I mean, when I went to dispensaries, when they first opened up down here, the average age of the individual going in happened to actually be 55. Um, I didn't see anyone my age going into these dispensaries and they went straight to the CBD section and they were talking the ear off of the bud tender saying, hey, I have this, I need this, please help me. And my grandpa's very, very, very against cannabis and so is my grandma. Um, He finally started um, opening up and would allow me to give him some topicals because he was having some issues with um, arthritis in his wrist and it was impacting his golf game. And so I said, Grandpa, try this. Try this cream. It'll be great. Just let me know how it is. Oh, it's not going to work, but he put it on and I didn't talk to him for a little bit and I called him 20 minutes later. I'm like, hey, how's your wrist feeling? And he's like, you know what? I don't know. That's a good thing. I'm not thinking about it. It doesn't hurt. What's going on? And so he's a big fan of it now and believes in the properties of the anti-inflammatory aspect of cannabis. It's, it's phenomenal. My grandma, the same way, she had back surgery. So she puts it on her back and it seems to be really helping.
0: That is true. Dr- and that's CBD, not cannabis.
1: Uh, so the, the CBD creams typically do have a little bit of THC in it because it allows for the immediate pain relief. And what CBD does in your body with your endocannabinoid system, if you have a little bit of THC present it actually primes your cells to actually receive the CBD in a more efficient manner. And it gives you that immediate pain relief without feeling like you're high.
0: And CBD, you don't get high. THC, you, you can feel euphoria.
1: In some of the, yes, not all THC derivatives because there's THC-A, thc, a, THC, B, THC G, and down the spectrum, not all of them are psychoactive. Um, there's also some that they're discovering and doing some studies on right now that um, people think, and the stigma is if you smoke, you're going to get the munchies, and there's actually a THC derivative that seems to be an appetite suppressant, so they're going to be doing studies for diabetes to see if that could actually be something that could be prescribed to diabetics.
0: And also for those of us who during COVID-19 may have gained the COVID-20. Yes, exa- the COVID-20. I like that. Yeah. I have to remember that. Um, as we <laughs> like wrap freshman up.
1: freshman 15, you know, same I'm thing. I'm
0: sorry, say that again? It's
1: like the college freshman 15.
0: <laughs> yes, I remember those days. Oh boy, long time ago. Um, and I, I'm a semi-Bruin, by the way.
1: Hey, you know, eight, Bruin is a Bruin.
0: I took a class there. Um, what... What's the the next step for the park for uh, Coachella?
1: So, uh, because it's 160 acres, and we've sold off some of the property to other operators, and we're building some other facilities for our own family legacy asset, um, we it's about a five to seven year build out. So, it's 160 acres. It's a massive project. It's kind of it's the size of a small city. Um, but so we're just slowly building out all the facilities. Uh, all of our lab facilities are already pre-leased out. Um, we are going through plan check for a couple of the other facilities like our security building, as well as the touring and education facility. Uh, that's going to have a very large component and spin off of a typical dispensary model. Uh, we want people to know what they're consuming and have an opportunity to do more research in the dispensary rather than have to go research it at home. So that's how we're designing our dispensary. Um, we're gonna do a brewery as well, that's my little passion project, Coach Hill and Brew House. Um, I've always wanted to make a cheers bar, so my dad used that as, hey, come work for the project and I'll let you do your brewery. <laughs> um, and then hey, we're also the hotel, exactly. And then we're doing the hotel and amphitheater as well. So it's essentially gonna be a 420 friendly c- campus or Disneyland of cannabis for lack of a better term. Um, we want people to understand cannabis, how it impacts their body and have a safe place to go where they don't have to commute back and forth from wherever they came.
0: And and how far away from uh, Palm Springs and Desert Hot Springs are you?
1: Uh, so it's just across the freeway actually, across the street where we our project is on the north side of Indian Canyon is actually North Palm Springs and we're on the south side of Indian Canyon, but just across the freeway is proper Palm Springs.
0: Gotcha. Not far from Frank Sinatra Drive, no doubt. Nope. Right. Uh, Listen, we really appreciate your uh, spending some time with us. We've had up throughout the interview, uh, a link, uh, a website uh, for uh, the project. And uh, if you would like to, could you give us the the verbal uh, website address now?
1: Sure, if you go to Cochillin.com, that's C-O-A-C-H-I-L-L-I-N.com, you can take a look at the project, see what we've done. We also post videos to that website as well as our YouTube page that are uh, drone videos of the updates. So you can kind of see, you fly the drone so you see the buildings coming up and then we'll transition into the 3D rendering of all the facilities that we have either approved or in plan check right now.
0: That is terrific. So when people visit that area especially during the winter time when when the, the beautiful
1: hot, and perfect it's
0: gorgeous, <laughs> perfect not 110 like it is there today right
1: a little toasty
0: <laughs> yeah a little toasty um but uh you can actually have there'll be entertainment eventually uh you can stay uh, on the property and i guess uh learn more about uh, various forms of cbd and and uh, uh cannabis Catherine, thank you very much. Will you come back sometime?
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: My pleasure. All right. This is a special edition of Late Night Health. Visit us at latenighthealth.com and, of course, on all of the uh, major podcasting networks like iHeart, uh, Apple uh, uh, Podcasts, uh, Google Play, and much, much more. I'm Mark Allen. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now.